0: Welcome back to New World Next Week, I'm James Corbett of CorbettReport.com. And
1: I'm James Evan Pilato of MediaMonarchy.com. You will no longer be able to watch any of your previously purchased content and the content will be removed from your video library. We've got that story plus even less GMO regulations, but first, it is our World at War updates and we begin with Israel bombing areas of South Gaza where it told Palestinians to flee to. Grabbing this from Antiwar.com, Israel intensified airstrikes in southern Gaza on Monday and bombed areas where it told Palestinians to seek shelter, as Reuters reported. Israel ordered the evacuation of parts of the main southern city of Khan Yunus, but residents said areas where they were told to flee were still coming under attack. The Israeli military posted a map on X with arrows pointing from Khan Yunus, telling people to head towards the Mediterranean Sea and the town of Rafah near the Egyptian border, but Rafa continued to come under Israeli attack. Many of the Palestinians who had to flee Khan Yunus were in the city after evacuating northern Gaza. It's estimated that one million Palestinians have been displaced from the north. Dozens of Israeli tanks, APCs, bulldozers entered Khan Yunus on Monday And the U.S. has warned, warned Israel not to expand its operations in southern Gaza before accounting for the millions of civilians that are there. And if you don't listen, we'll be forced to ask nicely again. But it's clear Israel has ignored the U.S. warnings, as Israeli military officials are vowing the onslaught in the south will be just as bad as in the north. 9-11 Insider Trading says what? Right before Hamas attacked, somebody shorted Israeli stocks and funds. Really interesting stuff from Moon of Alabama. The Heretz headline, did Hamas make billions betting against Israeli shares before October 7 massacre? Giant gambles against Israel on the markets in Tel Aviv and Wall Street days before Hamas attack made billions. Somebody seems to have known about the plan in advance. And Moon of Alabama notes that from batteridge's Law of Headlines, any headline that ends in a question mark can usually be answered with no. It is thereby not Hamas, which profited from the unusual short positions, but likely someone else short options for a limited time and some would have expired on october friday the 13th one week later it definitely looks as if on monday october 2nd someone was sure enough that soon something bad would happen to israel that someone had enough market knowledge and money to take the risk of a false alarm in exchange for a huge potential payoff who that person or group was it's for anybody to guess in other world war news Kiev Mayor says Zelensky is an authoritarian and lying about war. Kiev Mayor Vitaly Klitschko said the Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky is turning Ukraine into an authoritarian state as public criticism of Ukrainian leadership is becoming more common. He's just going to get any any day now. At some point, we will no longer be any different from Russia where everything depends on the whim of one man, Klitschko. A former heavyweight boxing champion told German Easter Spiegel in a separate interview, Klitschko... Sided with Ukrainian Commander-in-Chief General Valery Zeluzny, who was recently rebuked by Zelensky for saying that the war had turned into a stalemate and that there was no chance of a breakthrough. Zeluzny told the truth, Klitschko told the Swiss outlet 20 Minutes. Some may not want to hear the truth, but we can't lie to our people and partners indefinitely. Meanwhile, back here in the States, White House tells Congress critters it's running out of money to fund all these wars. White House sent a letter to congressional leaders warning it's running out of money to fund the proxy war in Ukraine and pleading for Congress to authorize even more spending. I want to be clear, without congressional action, by the end of the year, we will run out of resources to procure more weapons and equipment for Ukraine and to provide equipment from U.S. military stocks, wrote Shalanda D. Young, head of the White House's Office of Management and Budget. There's no magical pot of funding available to meet this moment. We are out of money and nearly out of time. According to Young, Congress has authorized $111 billion to spend on the war since the Russian invasion, but the vast majority of that funding has been all used up sorry you can't afford food and gas they need money for israel to bomb little kids senate to vote on biden's 106 billion dollar military aid bill allegedly today james senate majority leader and amy schumer's second cousin chucky schumer scheduled to vote for wednesday pretty much right now to advance biden's massive 106 billion dollar emergency spending request that includes military aid for ukraine israel taiwan and oh maybe some funding for the border I have not seen the outcome of this vote, if they've held it yet today or not, James. Politico says Senate set for Wednesday test vote on Biden's $106 billion foreign aid plan. It is expected to fail due to the GOP opposition stemming from stalled border security negotiations. They all have to agree on their little pet pork projects. But as the apparently Israel-loving Free Beacon puts it, Senate Democrats' foreign aid plan could put taxpayers' dollars in terrorist pockets, and they mean the Israeli created Hamas terrorists and not the Zionist terrorists. James?
0: Yeah ding 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 yeah you know James if I was one of those theorists I would come up with a theory that maybe there's a conspiracy between the corporations and military contractors and governments to fund enemies around the world so that they can then get the funding to go and combat those enemies around the world. And the war is essentially a big grift, but that would make me a conspiracy theorist, I guess. So if only we had some sort of name for that conglomeration of of the military and industry in some sort of complex. Uh, If only someone would come up with a name like that, but... uh, only conspiracy theorists would talk about that, right? Not presidents of the United States. Anyway, yeah, war is a grift. War is a grift. That is what is happening here. And I'm I'm starting to come to the realization that perhaps the best way to understand what, it, to, to even see where these wars are going is to follow the money. Because like any crime, like any crime investigator, you follow the money. So in this case, let's follow the money of these of the the war machine to see what's going to happen in the future. And by that logic, I think at the exact moment that the military industrial complex decides that they they, they can't wring any more blood from the blood money from this particular stone, then they'll drop the Ukraine grift and they'll be back on the Gaza Grift, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. And they'll just keep hey, killing people is good for business, and let's just keep funding it in different places and we'll fund the enemies and we'll make sure that the money continues to flow that's a good way, at least, of seeing where things are going, I think. And uh, we know, I mean, it is not disputable now. We know that Ukraine and Russia were on the verge of signing a peace deal way back in 2022. And it was scuttled by the West generally, NATO allies generally, but Bojo, being the particular vehicle for that particular scuttling, but anyway, we know that that happened, everyone admits it now so it 's not a question of of ukraine and russia it 's a question of the, the the industry of war and what the best way for them to make profits and Oops, we accidentally gave Ukraine an extra six billion dollars. who could have known et cetera, et etc so now they 're just continuing to continuing to wring that stone for all the blood money that they can get and Hey, if if the uh, if the circus uh, stops, uh, then they're gonna stop the the grift, and that war will that particular war will be over, and they'll find a new enemy to fund somewhere else in the world, and it will continue going on as long as people continue to support this system with their tax money. And yes, sir, yes, we need to fight those bad guys over there. That where did they come from? How were they funded into existence? Never ever question that. That would make you a conspiracy theorist, right, James?
1: Shut up, conspiracy theorist. Obviously, Ukraine, whether it was planned or not, Ukraine was sort of the warm-up act to get everybody into the latest Zionist wars. You can tell. It's really—I mean, they roll these things out like media companies would roll out products and movies. There's maybe some trailers and some teasers before you get into the really big feature presentation. I had never seen Everything is a Rich Man's Trick, a documentary. We actually watched it in Media Monarchy a couple of weeks ago. It does a fantastic job of, you know, again, we've been at this for a long time. I feel like, oh yeah, I've learned all the stuff, know all the stuff. It was a great reminder and primer that from JFK to 9-11, the funding, and that's really, I think, you know, one of the best things I've learned from G. Edward Griffin. It's like, they fund both sides, man. They fund the opposition. They fund the good guys. They fund the bad guys. And that keeps that grift going because we all become emotionally invested in that. Buyer beware. Our second story on this New World Next Week, episode 537, James uh, growing up, The American commercials pronounced it as Bayer. I almost included a link to an old 80s <laughs> aspirin commercial, but I'll leave that there. Bayer... And BASF lobby pushed to scrap safety rules on new GM crops, even if it increases pesticide use. Grabbing this from the fantastic GMWatch.org, the GMO industry wants GMO herbicide-tolerant and insecticide-producing crops to be allowed into our fields and onto our plates without safety checks or labeling. The European Commission and some MEPs have jumped to obey industry's orders in designing a GMO deregulation law that would of course harm health biodiversity and farmers Pfft, farmers crucial votes coming up December 11th in the council EU member states and parliament's agriculture committee on the European Commission's proposal to deregulate gm plants made with new genomic techniques in gts such as gene editing this proposal has been widely condemned by groups representing the interests of the environment consumers farmers the organic and non-gmo industry sectors as well as independent scientists which is a pretty rare breed. New lobby documents show that even in the last days before publication of the commission's final proposal on July 5th, it had been changed to weaken it even further and push GM herbicide-tolerant crops into European fields in line with the wishes of these same corporations. Indeed, while industry was pushing the deregulation of NGTs with the claim they would help reduce pesticide use at the same time their misleading lobby campaign has led to the derailing of pesticide reduction laws. Several EU member states, including France, strongly opposed to giving a free regulatory pass to HTGM crops. And again, remember, just all these acronyms, all these names, like St. Carlin would say, help to obscure the brutal reality of what's going on. Under the commission's proposal, the risks for health and the environment of the vast majority, as many as 94% of new GM crops, will be completely ignored unintended effects associated with the application of these techniques, which can change the composition of the crop in unpredictable ways, will be disregarded. James, this kind of reminds me of the story we went through several years ago,
0: hundreds of unintended mutations from CRISPR gene editing. But they'll do it anyway. Unfortunately so. And as you say, as you quite rightly point out, under the cover of these acronyms that make the eyes glaze over, what are they talking about? Anyway, I'll move on to some other story that sounds more interesting. But no, stick with it. This is important because it is not just the direct effect of eating these genetically modified monstrosities and whatever unintended genetic mutations happen as a result of that, which, oh, by the way, we're not testing for and we don't, we're not regulating, who cares? It's not just that, although it is that, and we shouldn't lose sight of that, but it's also the secondary effects. And what do I mean by that? Well, here's one of those acronyms from that story that's particularly important. HT. HT crops. HT GM crops. What does that mean? Herbicide tolerant. And what does that mean? Well, let's put it in the context of the number one most used agricultural chemical in the history of the planet. Glyphosate, aka Roundup. And as we know, so many GM crops provided by Monsanto, Buyer, Buyer Santo, whatever, um, was specifically engineered to be resistant to Roundup. And that's why it became the most used agricultural chemical in the history of the planet. And oh, by the way, oh yeah, as even the WHO's bought and paid for IARC came to the conclusion back in 2015, yeah, it's probably carcinogenic. Uh, Don't worry about that. And more and more continues to come out on that. There's a uh, a, a review study from 2022 on toxic effects of glyphosate on the nervous system from International Journal of Molecular Sciences, which which concludes that um, it has been shown that exposure to this pesticide Roundup, a.k.a. glyphosate, uh, during the early stages of life can seriously affect normal cell development. It is unequivocal that exposure to glyphosate produces important alterations in the structure and function of the nervous system of humans, rodents, fish, and invertebrates. Um, And even just in the past past 24 hours as we're recording this. Not one, but two separate stories about glyphosate and its uh, evils. One from the conversation, glyphosate, the active ingredient in the weed killer roundup, is showing up in pregnant women living near farm fields. That raises health concerns. Yeah, you think? Also, separately from Fizz.org, the silver bullet that wasn't, glyphosate's declining weed control over 25 years, talking about, you know, this super weed killer that we uh, engineered genetically modified these plants to be resistant to. Well, actually, it turns out that uh, weeds are becoming resistant to them, so... What are we gonna do now? <laughs> who, who could have possibly imagined this scenario? Oh, don't worry, they do have a solution for it. It's called 2 comma 4 D, and D is short for one of those chemical monstrosity names that you can't po- possibly pronounce because humans don't use those words because it's not a natural chemical. It's one of these uh, engineered uh, monstrosities. Anyway, 2 comma 4 slash D is the new super weed killer that they're engineering, and, and don't worry, they'll, they'll genetically modified crops to be resistant to this super weed killer, so you'll get this arms race going on of more and more and more toxic chemicals being sprayed all over everything you eat, but don't worry, it's fine. The, the crops have been engineered to be resistant to it. Have you been engineered to be resistant to it? Ah, don't worry about that. I'm sure there can be no possible health consequences to this, and 20 years later it'll be, oh my god, this is the worst crisis in the history of humanity, but don't worry, we're engineering a new weed killer. Anyway, that's the kind of thing that these acronyms obscure: H T two comma four dash D. Wow, who cares, right? Well, you better care. This is the this is not just about humanity itself, although it is about humanity and where we are going and the chemicals that we are injecting into our children, at the very least, and people around the world, but also. Every other species, if there was a genuine environmental movement that genuinely was concerned about the environment, you think they might be talking about i don 't know this this problem or really literally any other problem other than carbon dioxide. Nope, if you care about the environment, it is all carbon dioxide all the time that 's the only thing you can care about and if you have any questions about gm you 're an anti science rube you 're a weirdo no that 's not environmental movement. They have engineered this conversation in the exact same way they are engineering these crop monstrosities, and it disgusts me.
1: I've joked many times on my morning show, oh man, all these kids with, you know, Extinction Rebellion and Just Stop Oil, I heard they glued themselves to the Hanford nuclear disaster up in Oregon and Washington. Oh, I heard they threw some paint at Flint Water. Nope, because they haven't been told to overuse of antibiotics has now created antibiotic-resistant superbugs. From the GMO food to the GMO people, James, I don't think the eugenicists really know what will happen when they let all this loose, but that they can hopefully make some order out of that chaos. Literal GMO people. They took gene therapy shots that have changed them structurally inside. And I speculate. The GMO people are going to be like the GMO plants, and they'll only be able to eat the, you know, Roundup resistant food that comes from these chemical agri food corporations. And what? They walk around with a Harper Ray in their back pocket to be affected by it's just almost sounds like a sci fi horror film. But at least we can play some games, right, James? Our third and final story on this New World Next Week, episode 33537. Three, PlayStation to remove access to hundreds of shows, even if customers already paid for them. Grabbing this from the also fantastic ReclaimTheNet.org, an unexpected notification released by Sony raised eyebrows and sparked debates over digital ownership rights. The tech giant disclosed plans to erase hundreds of TV shows from Discovery purchased via the PlayStation Store from all the PlayStation platforms. Sudden move left many anticipating the shape of an increasingly digital world. Following licensing arrangements with content providers, Sony announced, quote, as of 31 December 2023, you will no longer be able to watch any of your previously purchased Discovery content, and the content will be removed from your video library, end quote. Alongside this sudden proclamation, a comprehensive list of Discovery shows due for removal was also shared, a list that was notably long. The exact reason behind this controversial move remain unclear, but I think it's probably this. Sony's prior agreement with Discovery blurring out after Discovery merged with Warner Brothers last year, so it's corporate warfare. As uncertainty looms, the affected PlayStation users face the undesired news of losing out on their already purchased digital content. And James, I just thought of this. How hard would it be for a place to say, hey, we'll give you, a, you know, they're not going to dole out cash, but we'll give you a credit for the store for the things that you bought. They're not even trying to, to make it right. This is an unfamiliar territory for Sony. The latest development, another episode, in a series of content removals from the PlayStation store and users' purchased libraries. So again, James, old man, I like retro games. I like to play cartridges and Nintendo that I can hold in my hand. I asked a buddy, I was like, explain shows on PlayStation to me. He said Sony would sell access to everything, from movies to TV shows, music videos and such, as well as various apps where you could buy access to various titles. He said he recalls buying a movie on his PS4 back in the day just for the novelty of it. But yeah, some people were foolish enough to buy an entire collection of media on there. Poof. They let you download it, but you don't own bleep. And all the fangsters do it. Hoaxed again. Amazon sued for misleading you into believing you own a copy of a digital movie that you purchase. And speaking of the movies, filmmaker Guillermo del Toro says physical media owners are preserving film history. James, you and I have talked a little bit about Christopher Nolan and del Toro and physical media. Del Toro said, quote, physical media is almost a Fahrenheit 451, where people memorized entire books because they were being burned and destroyed, almost Fahrenheit 451 level of responsibility. If you own a great 4K, HD, Blu-ray, DVD, etc., etc., of a film or films you love, you are the custodian of those films for generations to come. And I always have to mention that classic story from, man, nearly nearly 15 years ago. Amazon Kindle users surprised by Big Brother Move. Owners of Amazon's Kindle electronic book reader received a nasty surprise after discovering that copies of books by George Orwell, including that one about the Ministry of Truth controlling everything you see, hear, read, and think deleted from their gadgets without their knowledge the books downloaded from amazon.com by american kindle users were remotely deleted after what the us company now says was a rights issue regarding the publisher MobileReference.com.
0: james you know i am i've always been grateful that one of the first stories that really brought this concept to people's attention was 1984 being memory hold isn't that i mean ironically <laughs> perfect So I've always been grateful for that. But, you know, on further contemplation, I now have to do what is absolutely unthinkable and no one has ever done in history. I have to thank George Lucas for continuing to destroy Star Wars and pervert it and add all that crap (laughs) onto it and digitally remaster it and all of that. Because that really was when people started to realize, oh, you know, movies can go down the memory hole. The 1977 Star Wars you saw in the theaters... Is not the one that you can get now, and there are there there are entire communities dedicated to restoring that 1977 version in the best quality they can using old 35 millimeter prints that they've found and things like this, and they're they're doing a 4K restoration of the the original version and blah blah blah. Anyway, who cares about all that stuff? But but it is an important a- aspect of the world that we are go- he- plunging headlong into. My God, y- your history can and will be rewritten, rewritten. And if it can happen to Star Wars, it can happen to absolutely everything, including the nonfiction books and movies and documentaries that we know of. If only there was a way to preserve this information, right, James?
1: That's why I went back and grabbed my physical copy of 1984. Thriftbooks.com, I really dig. I know it's tough. It's re- it's very difficult to find any booksellers or book reviewers online that haven't been gobbled up by Amazon. ABE Books, um, Goodreads, all these places, all, all owned by Amazon. This is not an ad, but Thrift Books does a pretty fantastic job. They let you choose: do you want good quality, do you want hardcover, softcover? So I've got this physical copy. I think I let someone borrow my 1984 years back in Portland, and I realized at some point, oh, I don't I don't have a copy, so I had to get another copy. I have in the living room, James, a VHS of the original Empire Strikes Back, the good one, the way it originally aired, the way it originally went, back when George Lucas was wrecking all these things. My my brother, and I'm born in 77, my brother, four years older than me, of course, giant Star Wars fan. He, living in New York back in the day, he bought a bootleg DVD of the original Empire Strikes Back because you couldn't find it anywhere. So maybe that's a good thing, too. It forces people to go to to Black Markets Matter. So how will will we keep all this physical media? Maybe we can do some at newworldnextweek.com. There you go physical media for the win we will announce now our annual i think christmas discount for all media on the store that's all the usbs all the dvds all the digital downloads that's from corbett and monarchy so you can get octopus and my music compilations as well Christmas 25, that is all lowercase, all smashed together. Christmas 25, that is your discount code for the holidays. You can get physical media and you can gift it to your friends and family who you might not be able to get to sit down and read articles or go through things, put a DVD on their their player, assuming they still have a DVD drive. (laughs) James, do you think they'll ever let us on all their digital platforms and we can be in the Roku store or the Amazon?
0: I don't know. Who cares? We got our own store.
1: (laughs) There you go. And last week, I think we were both rocking all Media Monarchy gear. So this week, we will rock all Corbett Report gear. So you got the classic logo on the t-shirts, and you've got the brand new logo on the brand new organic, which means no pesticides and no GMOs hoodie. (laughs) Remember, sweet ride on the zipper. So those are all on the store as well. Again, the discount is for all of the media, not for the clothing. There's a bit, you know. We're learning how to run a store. I say this each and every week. Shocker, we've not run a retail store before New World Next Week. So it's a little bit of on-the-job training. And I always try and remind folks, the First Run Audio of this very episode you are enjoying right now. Happens exclusively after my Thursday morning show. That's 10 a.m. Mountain Time at MediaMonarchy.com slash listen. James, you got other news for us?
0: I do. um, But let me just say, yes, let me underline the Christmas 25 uh, special, 25% off. So for anyone who's been thinking or hemming and hawing about buying some of this physical media, this is a very good opportunity to do so. So I would strongly suggest, if you want, Who is Bill Gates or the uh, the Secret History documentary, we can't use the full name because it's that, will, oh boy. But um, uh, if you want any of that, then that's the way to get it. Physically preserve it on physical media because I'm not planning to do the George Lucas special edition treatment to any of these documentaries. But I, more and more people are talking about 2024 and WEF, cyber attack, whatever, and, you know, Internet 9-11. Anyway, people in our audience know, who knows how long you will have access to this information in the form that you do today. Get it. Preserve it. Thank you for doing that. And also, hey, the USB archives, um, if people have been holding off on that, great time to start getting those. And I would never have thought about the sweet ride on the zipper if you didn't keep doing that every week. So thank you for doing that. But it is a sweet ride. Um, Also, yes... Uh, There is going to be uh, another product that will be either on the store or appearing on the store very soon, so please be checking the newworldnextweek.com store. I will have more to say about that new product next week and sort of explain it to you, but hey, people who are checking the store on a regular basis will early access, as it were, to, oh, hey, here's a new thing. What on earth is this? And you'll find out all about it if you go to newworldnextweek.com. Help support independent media and help preserve this media for the future with actual physical copies of stuff. Once again, the Christmas discount applies to all of the media content on the store, not the clothing content. And, as always... Corbett Report members will get a special Corbett Report member 50% discount code for up until December 25th. That will be appearing in this weekend's subscriber newsletter at CorbettReport.com. If you don't know about the subscriber newsletter, it is not an email. It is a post that is posted to CorbettReport.com pretty much every week. And this weekend's newsletter will have the subscriber 50% discount code in it. If you want access to that, become a Corporate Report member. If you are a Corporate Report member and have no idea what the subscriber newsletter is or how to access it, just get in touch with me. I'm happy to walk you through it. And finally, I will just say, you know, the CEO of Bayer pronounces it Bayer, so I'm going to go with Bayer. I know it's Bear, but I'm going to say Bayer. (laughs)
1: i know it's and that's it shows in some ways how they tailor their message for certain markets and places i had a professor in college who was actually from my hometown she told everyone her name was pronounced differently than we all knew it was pronounced just because it was easier to do the sort of dumbed down version and say oh it's harrison instead of harrison be that as it may newworldnextweek.com you can sign up again and get the email so you can get the notifications as i've said we are barely sending out one email a week so you're not going to get signed up to some barrage of emails we certainly won't sell your information i don't even know how to do that that's at newworldnextweek.com that is new world next week episode 537 my man what do we got uh two more three more after this two more
0: well two more and then Or only two more. You're right. Wow. Because I was going to say two more and then New World next year. But no, it's one more and then New World next year. So I hope everybody's got their their party hats ready. We are going to party it up for New World next year, 2024, in just a couple weeks here. I'm very much looking forward to it. Are you?
1: I am. You know, it always gives me a little bit of fear. It's one of the times I have to kind of go toe-to-toe with Corbett and I don't know (laughs) what he's going to say and you don't know what I'm going to (laughs) say. I, I like it. I've, I've, I've warmed up to it as the, as the years have gone by, James.
0: <laughs> Honestly, I think it's fun. As fun as this kind of work can ever be anyway. So I'm looking forward to it. Um, I hope everybody else is. But enough chat. We'll let people get on with their day. Thank you for joining us. See you again next week.
1: Cheers, buddy. Thank you.